Hello and welcome to episode 152 of Michael and Ivanka's Grand Podcast, a weekly conversation where we figure out what we think about absolutely everything, one thing at a time. My name is Michael Forrest. And I'm Ivanka Magic. And this week we are talking about confidence. Confidence. Because, you know, we're obviously experts in confidence, being confident enough to release a podcast every week in which we talk for an hour, sort of unplanned. With no preparation. No preparation. <laughs> Who needs that Just shit? assume that it's going to be something anyone's going to want to listen to. That's pretty confident. Confident. Stupid. <laughs> Cocky. All sorts of variations. Confidence. Confidence versus arrogance. What hurts confidence. False confidence. Mm, gaining confidence. Losing confidence. How do we get here? Oh dear, so many things. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, just sort of that sort of um, gubbins. Yeah. Um, so we're, we're going to be so efficient about this. And, uh, you know, video episodes, Patreon. Um, let's have the music. <laughs> <laughs> How's it going, Ivanka? It's going very well. I did a two-week Help for Leather project, which is almost finished and delivered. Uh, mm-hmm. That involved being very, very, very tired, uh, which was uh, quite hard on me. Oh, that was awful. Oh, uh, no. but, uh, but I've survived, and uh, that's good. And so next week I start a whole new thing, which should involve less tiredness, because uh, it's slightly more limited, you know, slightly more limited hours. I'm mm. blown away by the fact that I had a computer delivered for my new work, which is a computer, a computer, a computer. I you remember say. those days when, you, when people provided you with equipment to do your job. Is it still under IR35 though? I haven't got a clue. It's an <laughs> it might be outside R thirty five actually. If oh, you're uh, using a company that... laptop, not sure though. Can't can't get uh, it. Oh, that's true. That's true. Like if, Nobody like if you're tell a plumber the using your own tools. <laughs> no, but I can't use my my computer because it can't be securified enough for mm. security. Anyway, the other things that have happened. Vanka is now a spy. I am. The other thing that's happened, <laughs> if you if you if I try and get my left and my right, is I've got a new shelf in my office. Oh yeah, so yeah, she's got little plants there. Mm. Uh, plants that we've planted into painted tin cans. So it looks quite colourful, but it's actually reusing rubbish. Succulents. And we've planted some succulents in it. Succulents are very popular in the synth community to Why? the point that... that uh, because they, whenever you have like a stream or a recording where you're jamming on your modulars to sort of brighten it up, you put a couple of plants in the shot and then you get these uh, the Saki synth people going, oh, look at my new synth setup and it's just some pot plants. <laughs> because, uh, you know, there's, it's become quite the cliche in the electronic music scene. Well, that must be hilarious. <laughs> I, a um, little. So, and then, and then, in amongst all of this, the thing that led us, in fact, inspired the train of thought that led us to to the topic for this week's conversation was a little conversation I had with my small child 
only last night <clears throat> when my husband walked over with his with a he's got a new down jacket and a and a feather was peeping through so he tugged at it a bit he was coming to me he goes oh Ivanka is, is this one that you need to fix and my five-year-old just looked at it and went daddy you just need to cut it off and stop fiddling <laughs> and she was entirely right and I told her <laughs> that she was entirely right. And we did, in fact, follow her instructions and we proved her to be right. So, you know, so I made sure to acknowledge this moment of rightness. And that, that was the comf- a confidence story? I think so. Just a, it was yeah, a confidence. Like you've given her the confidence to believe in what she sees, yeah. the evidence of her eyes. Confidence to speak out, not to be, shh, mummy and daddy are talking now. Uh, <laughs> children should be seen and not heard. Uh, because I, I do think my, my father did used to do that to me. So he, right. he used to, hang on a minute, I think she's got a point, what's that? You know, or like, you know what I mean? <laughs> right. But he was into family debates and debating, but there was like, you know, hang on, what, what, Ivanka, what did you have to say? Oh, yes, okay, yeah, that's a good point. So when you said do that to me, I assumed that you meant like tell you to like ignore you. Oh, no, the opposite. You meant the opposite of, so he gave that to you, the platform. He gave me the microphone. Now, what is that that you keep being distracted by? I'm sure I heard a noise and I was wondering if somebody came in, but if you didn't hear it, then it was maybe the dog. (laughs) So I'll shut the door. Video viewers, you're going to see furtive glances to the right as Amanda <laughs> finishes a story. What? Oh, yes. Anyway, there you go. So how are you, Michael? What's up I'm in your okay. week? My week has been characterised by... Well, Saturday, I I was, I was um, I had a plan to go and do a live, a, a live music stream and maybe make record some music on twitch.tv slash Michael Forrest. And I thought... Um, and I was really like, I didn't want to do it. I felt really anxious about doing it. I didn't know what it was going to be. And then I did it and actually had a really nice time. And I thought I could do that a lot, I think. I think I could do that a lot. So what I'd been doing before, I've done eight episodes of this, which is like me sort of playing, a, trying to play a sort of an hour-long recording that I can then work out to or maybe other people can use. So it's got that sort of... Um, that that it has to have that certain feel to it so that you can work out to it so I felt like that would be a focusing thing but um then this time I was like I'm actually going to try composing and putting stuff together and then my idea has been if I something sustainable I can do on with music is maybe I do these little explore exploratory music creation things in my studio where I've got everything plugged in and then people that sponsor me on Patreon can get all the individual parts of it and just download those and because some of my things are quite nice sounding and like so people can like get that and I'm hoping that will turn into something that um that I can keep up and maybe get onto that release a video every day cadence that YouTube um that youtube praises wants you to do so i haven't quite managed to get that going yet but i'm I'm sort of pulling everything together and and it's just it's a lot of things hopefully coming in and actually i think i'd noticed i'd start to just sort of like flag at about four o'clock most days anyway so if that then becomes my i play on the internet some music for two hours there's sort of like no harm done to the rest of my productivity and and it really all comes back down to this i'm trying to just Every time I think about what I'm going to do this week, I'm like, is that something, is that something that is how I want my life to be? Is this, is this, is this a picture of a future that I would enjoy? And um, I keep sort of coming up with, ah, not quite. Like if it's, okay, I've got, 
work on an app, fix some bugs. It's like I do like doing a bit of that, but like I need to, you need to sort of do, go as you mean to go on. How does that expression go? Start as you mean to go on yeah. sort of thing. And um, just finding that thing that you can see yourself continuing to do that will continue to be rewarding. Um, I, I, I've been just try- looking for that after a year of just trying to get apps out and fix things and, and, and kind of chip into the technical debt that I've created for myself. Um, but yeah, so, so I'm feeling quite excited about the music this week. So that's the main thing I'll say about it. And then here's a little, here's, I'll probably put one of the little clips in here. Oh, you should. There's succulents in it though, Michael. Uh, there aren't. <laughs> well... always been confident Ivanka no are you, com- are you confident now about some things I think I'm oh, I don't think I'm of it, isn't I it? don't think I'm necessarily more confident I think I am less afraid of a doing being stu- oh hello dogs my Dog dogs time. on the other hand they're very confident uh, <laughs> in their barks um I'm yeah one moment mm. While Ivanka disappears off to deal with those dogs, I'm going to continue to talk. If you like the podcast, why not go to patreon.com, support it. There's a, you can watch us on video. You can see this. I'm currently looking at an empty frame with a pink chair, the throw on it. You can also come to goodtohear.co.uk slash whatever. Changes. <laughs> There's Ivanka back in the room. The dog is coming into the room. Um, what else could you do? Sorry, Michael. Tell your friends about the podcast. All right, Ivanka's back. Right, hello. I just did a little advert break did you? while you were oh, doing good. that. Yeah, I just <laughs> told, told the listeners about some things they could do while you were <laughs> organising your dog. Um, so, yes. Dogs. Anyway. So, uh, yes, I think, I think slowly I'm beginning to be less afraid of appearing stupid. I've, I, I hate, let, let me be very clear... I do not like anyone thinking I'm stupid. I really don't. That <laughs> no. is the truth of my life. And I there's many things that I don't yeah, that's basically what it all boils down to. So so then I'm afraid to say something, I'm afraid to write a sentence. I did a thing that I tweeted the other day and I it was really funny my tweet, I thought, except I mm. put a bloody typo in it, which oh, you no. know, ah Bad, oh, bad, no. bad, and I was oh, awful. And then I thought, oh, Cancel I'm just going to leave it. I'm just going to leave it because it would have been so much funnier if it didn't have a mistake in it. But and then this morning, I took the car to car mechanic, and he phones me up. He goes, "Why have you put these tires in the boot?" I was like, "Aren't those the winter tires?" He's like, "No, you've already got the winter tires on it." I was like, "Well, let's put this one down to she wasn't thinking and she didn't look." But <laughs> you know, I think I've yeah. So in answer to well, your question. Your- it's your reaction to those it situations is. that is a measure of your confidence, isn't it? And it uh, yeah, and I, and I think that's what's slowly over the years I've worked on the, oh yeah, 
But just because I got that wrong doesn't mean I am wrong and don't deserve <laughs> just, to. I'm just entirely wrong. I can, I can continue to. I can present it as a natural quirk of the human brain rather than some sort of flaw in my own character. And obviously, as a man, you, I will have much more experience of explaining away any little mistakes. <laughs> no, I don't, I'm not. I'm going to take full manness responsibility. But I, I, I have to say, yeah, like. I think when I was um, when I was small, like the sort of cleverness was about the only thing I had any confidence in yeah. to the point that it was like everything to me. And then like one of the first times I didn't get 100% on something. No, the first time like I all the ticks, I thought I didn't have enough ticks on something, even though they were all ticks and it was just <laughs> that they didn't line up. Like that was like, <gasps> yeah, it's so fierce my defense of that like I was like what's happened here but then my other attitude is when you know I, I didn't get a high mark in something for the first time I didn't get 100% for the first time at school in something <laughs> and like almost like crying in front of everyone just because it was the, I didn't because so much of my confidence was bound up in that in that yeah. at least that type of perfectionism and um and then that feeling of you do make a mistake well I with my with my um, younger siblings, I was able to maintain this impenetrable, in what I don't know what you call it, unassailable sort of like rightness the entire time. Even probably I was gaslighting the hell out of them at some points. But like being the big brother, I think I was able to get away with that a lot at home. But then as that eroded at school, it led to sort of quite a split level of confidence. So the confidence I had at home was completely missing from from my school life because it was predicated on this unassailability. So that was some good $5 words there. <laughs> yeah, confidence counts in those moments where you don't uh, quite meet your own expectations. Yeah. I think that's one aspect of it. Yeah. That we've just I, think, I think that, yeah. A couple of examples this week that I think are what useful for this conversation so mm. I was having a conversation with a with a um somebody I'd never worked with before who is at least on the surface of it uh, um, more junior than me in the same field um mm. I was saying how you know I'd been really impressed and you know you know what you're doing you should speak up more um you know sort of thing don't you know get out there you're good and because uh, I never miss an opportunity for a little pep talk, if possible. <laughs> Whether and then I wonder why? Why do they want to hear from me? I mean, who the fuck am I to tell somebody they're doing well? I don't worry. I say all that out loud as well. But anyway, so I gave her that, and then she talked about one of the nice things. We were all on this super fast project, and she's like, "What we've really enjoyed." Uh, she was talking. So two juniors working with two seniors. She said the two juniors. We had a chat with each other, and we were like, "It's been really nice to listen to everyone's been thinking out loud." So not going, hello, I have concluded the conclusions and this is what you must all think. It's more like, hear me out here for a second. I just need mm. to work this through. And I think, you know, if you, you need to have at least the confidence to start talking because the chances are you probably have something to add. <laughs> do, you know, do you know what I mean? Like there's enough people who are idiots who don't question themselves just no no reservations about just spouting yeah. shit and it's it's kind of I don't want to be disrespectful to my audience like if I'm in a meeting or somebody it's like I'm sure you all already know this but has anyone thought of <laughs> or yeah. are one of the things that maybe I have missed this but type sentences but mm. 
you've got to say it. If you think you, you probably do know it, <laughs> you're probably right. And you need to work with people that will, even if, like, we, we're watching this, um, it's called the, I mean, I've really, I discovered this this mini series that I want re- really wanted to see because it's it's the Comey story, the James Comey thing, the Comey rule, I think it's called, and it's a two-part miniseries. And it's, um, but it's like a depiction of Donald bleeped as he is like the the sort of mafia don that he is like that like there hasn't really been a sort of non-comedic representation of him but really i really was like drawn to this thing of just seeing the seeing the raw power and the raw narcissism uh, without that kind of like let's laugh at it kind of thing attached to it so I'm, I'm but it's actually like the first we've only seen the first half of it but and not the second half, but what there was a moment in that uh, where you've got James Comey is, that is played by Jeff Daniels um, and he's in a meeting and one of the FBI people starts saying something and says, no, uh, no, abort kind of thing. And he make he kind of says, no, like, come on, I want to hear your thoughts. I want to hear your thinking. And he sort of gets it out of her and then you see that she's kind of continues to be have that confidence to speak up for the rest of their relationship because he just sort of teased he said look no don't censor yourself don't sort of cut yourself you obviously had a thought like i want to hear the thoughts and this is when they're deciding what to do about the the hillary clinton emails and you know all that stuff so um that that's what you reminded me of there i don't know if it adds anything yeah but i, just, yeah, but I did want to shoehorn in a reference to that tv show as well because, so, yeah. well to that mini series because i'm quite excited to see this uh, menacing I don't, I don't think it is a shoehorn because I think there is this two sides of it. There's your own confidence, then being aware of the confidence of people around you. And I think, mm. you know, I, I don't know anyone who isn't full of self-doubt or at least nerves or, or, or you know. Well, there is one person oh, yes. that we all know. <laughs> Sorry, there's no human that I like and admire <laughs> who isn't filled with an element of self-doubt or yeah. elements of self-doubt and self-questioning. And all those are right and good and proper, I think, because mm. that's how you yeah. learn. That's how you go, oh, I'm not sure what... Mm, but if you, But just because you have doubt doesn't mean that you should not proceed. Yeah, it doesn't mean you shouldn't be confident just because you're not maybe a hundred. But and here's the sort of spectrum of like, oh, I, I, oh, it's just my opinion, therefore it doesn't have much value of of low confidence. I'll let the barks. <laughs> Lord. They didn't do this last week, did they? Oh my lord! This is chaos. Uh, Sorry about okay. that. I think there are two cro- sort of chronic ends to the spectrum of confidence. <laughs> oh yeah, two chronic ends. Yeah, two two ends of the sort of chronic chronic sort of overconfidence or lack of confidence. One is my opinion is worth nothing, so I'm not going to say it because it has no value because I'm saying it. And at the other end is I because I say it, it must be true. Because I'm saying it and I'm brilliant and I have too much confidence, I just think that whatever I say is right. I have all this experience, so therefore, and like just no awareness that you might even have anything wrong with what you're thinking. And obviously, both of us lie on that end of the spectrum obviously. now. <laughs> Otherwise, why would we do the game? No, but it's important to find a find a happy medium between there. 
Yeah. And um, yeah, I think I think you're. T- I think, but I think you've also got to know. And this came up in conversation today in a worky setting again today, but at, with the other end of the spectrum, talking about somebody who is incredibly clever and qualified being mm. terrified of presenting because of who they were presenting to. Mm. And I just went, I sort of went, so? Like, because in this work setting, in my professional setting, I think, well, you've paid me to give you the answer to the question. You know, you've asked me a question, I've got you, I've done some work and I'll have an answer to the question. I can't, I've not finished my job until I've told you the answer. Mm. And I don't know if you're going to like to hear it or it's the right, you know, maybe it is the wrong answer, but given the time you've given, this is the answer I've come up with. Until I've transmitted that answer... I don't know, and and so I was a bit like, uh, and then somebody went, "Oh, it's a rare, it's a rare skill." And I was like, "Well, it's part, it's part of my job." <laughs> it's like, well, I don't know. Yeah, it's, there's this. I think there is. I think you touched on this a little bit, but um, there's this thing where you can easily forget that just because someone's more powerful than you doesn't mean that they know everything about your field of um, expertise, like you've got all this deep knowledge of one field. So and I think we have this idea that if they're more powerful or if they have more authority, that they somehow know all of the stuff that we know. But that's obviously impossible. You're like, um, you know, you've got your... They're they're just different directions. Um, Yeah, I I think I weirdly see it almost like a gift. You're really powerful. Here, (laughs) have something you can use. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I found out this thing it's going to be really useful use it have it I had because I had that like um sending demos to record labels that I just would assume that because someone had a record label they must know everything I know and know more about it and anything of mine that they listen to they would immediately see every single problem or hear every single problem that, that I know that I'm worried there is with it and of course like the reality is like, no, I, I'm the one that's made this. I'm the one that's been close to it. I just need to, like, communicate what it is to them so that they've got something to sort of latch on to to start with. I'm giving my tw- 20 years ago self some advice now, but a long time too late. You have to sort of help them understand how to look at it. Um, and it's insane to think that they would have anything like the relationship with it that you do like straight away like you have to listen to it like a hundred times to be able to get to that level of scrutiny that that the creator has so yeah that's uh so I've, is, I've, I've tuned is. Ivanka out with no, my you record no. label talk. <laughs> She's like, I was like, I've got nothing to add to that. That's artist I've, I've never wankiness. made I've never, artists well, wank. This, but the, I, I under that, I, whatever, maybe there's a step to the side in a way that mm. I've never. I always so there's 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 professional confidence which I think mm. comes with practice, and then there's something you like doing and you sort of want other people to like because you want them to yeah. hear or you want them to and that's slightly different and then there's like personal confidence like I was thinking about this as we were going through it's like I think I'm a bit lucky as a woman that I've never thought the most interesting thing about me is how I look mm. so when I have been offended <laughs> you know when people have 
said things about me on uncomplimentary things about how I look mm. I was like oh well okay but you know but look how interesting I am <laughs> <laughs> Like, but I'm so clever. It's like, yeah. you know, because people say some shitty, shitty things. Boys uh, say, you know, men, well, I don't know. I, I only have experience of sort of heterosexual games. And they're, they're like, you know, I think, that, you know, God, I, I've had a guy in a bar walk up to me and go, he said something about enjoying, enjoying... I don't know if I to use the word, actually. It's like, I like fucking fat girls. They're always so grateful. <laughs> Someone said that to you. Yeah. And, you know, I've many things. I'm not fat. I've never been fat. I mean, I'm not a waif. But I was like, Jeez. oh. <laughs> Charming. <laughs> Lucky and you. Presumably you immediately uh, took him up on his I was just like, hey, uh, I can't wait to have sex with you, my <laughs> friend. Thanks for that. <laughs> Thanks for that, Neg. <laughs> but, you know, you know, people say, and you're just like, if I was a, if, if, and I do think it's kind of luck that like these superficial things that you really can't do, you, you know, this is who I am, this is how I look. But there's other things I can, I can prepare for and I can practice. Like if I'm presenting in front of a crowd, I can, I can rehearse in my head, I can do my homework, um, I can make sure that I've, you know, done some preparation, unlike my podcast. Uh, but, you know, it's like, uh, uh, though I, I think in some ways I prepare every day for this podcast, Michael, because everything <laughs> I do, I sit there and ask myself, should this go in the podcast? No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> but, but do you know what I mean? Like th there is this sort of, uh, maybe there's a bit like the gratitude thing, being aware of the things that you, you know are uniquely you and are mm. sort of good about you or nice about, about you. Are, are things you appreciate. Mm. Don't know. Fuck. I'm so bored of lockdown. to sort of moan too much but I, I always like I, I because I lacked so much confidence in my goodness and attract any sort of attractiveness I just thought no one would ever want to come near me kind of thing as when I was younger just and and then when I see pictures of myself I'm like why did it, why I wish someone could have given me a little bit of confidence in my I just felt like I was a tiny little short tiny ugly thing you know that nobody but nobody would want anything to do with um and that carried through um you know carried through for a long time and um you know that's sometimes what i think maybe a mother would have sort of 
fostered a little bit of confidence in my appearance because it was always something that I felt was completely because I you know I had bad skin when I was a teenager as well and that was just a constant source of like anxiety and I didn't want to show my face to anyone and I was just constantly frustrated that something nothing would go things wouldn't go away and it would like and I'm too scared to sort of go to a doctor like when I went to a doctor and said can you do something and they were like gave me this thing and it like fixed it I was like why didn't I do that like and I was yeah. sort of wishing I had some sort of mother person someone that would have kind of forced me to go and deal with this stuff and not it was it was not something that anyone was like like um preoccupied coaching me with, on yeah. or like tell, helping me with at all because i think my you know my dad's the, <laughs> got his own attitude my dad my spectrum father um to put it like you know it is not a source it was not someone that helped me with that and then that caused me a lot of problems um uh, for myself in terms of that sort of confidence to just be a human so all of my confidence was carried up in well people have said that i'm good at playing music and people have said that i'm clever so that's where i'll put all my eggs and hopefully if i can get famous enough as an artist then I'll, th- then i'll know that the girls like me because they'll be groupy kind of girls i'll know <laughs> yeah, yeah. they'll know but, who i am already and yeah, yeah. i don't have to kind of go through that having to be a person and having to have enough confidence in myself um tricky yeah but i think the idea that you can gain or work on your confidence all on your own and that it's on you is also a big ask the way you become confident well you know like having somebody that you trust that you can go what am i going to do about this thing or what am Mm. i gonna um you know i had acne as an adult and i did go to a doctor Mm. but i still i just stopped i realized since then i hardly ever look in the mirror because i'm just like (laughs) what's the point all i'm gonna see is this you know like horrible outbreak on my face so i'm not Mm. i'm not interested so i sort of but you know so but but it's like uh in all of these things getting support asking for help i think yeah, and support, and also like not turning to like drugs and alcohol. It's like I had like Timothy, t- t- uh, Jimothy, like one of his lines in his one of his more recent tracks is about it's about cocaine, and one of the lines is just like because everybody's shy, and like and that's why it's so prevalent because everyone's too shy, everyone hasn't got the confidence, so they have to sort of like overcompensate with, with chemical means, and then you just turn into not. A different version of yourself that maybe either if it's alcohol, I think it reduces your faculties in other ways, and you be like someone, and then you know other things. They, you know, you need a little bit of self doubt, a little bit of kind of humility to be able to communicate with someone else. Cultural though, and about manners and politeness. I don't know that every culture has this same like reserved approach to a conversation Mm. you know where they kind of um because you know i mean again this week this two weeks has been like an accelerated like it's a project that you could have done over a year and it's like chosen Mm -hmm. the slides and it's like amplified everything but even having a meeting and knowing when to shut up Mm. is also really you know there's that sort of that shyness thing I think this this expert that I was talking to this morning who was nervous about presenting he, he was nervous about presenting because of the level of people that he's presenting to but I think I do think it's kind of 
British culture to not speak until spoken to or not wait mm. to be invited. Yeah. And I've presented to like I've presented to ministers, I've presented to and of course I get nervous. Of course I feel mm. sick. There's no do you know what I mean? Of course I don't sleep. Of course. But that doesn't that still doesn't mean I don't have the right to show up and say what I've been asked, you know, give the answer to the question I've been asked. It's not like so um, yeah, I mean, but and I, I remember actually one of my first bosses, um, he said, like, we, we had like the three month thing and, and it, it was like, how are you with other people kind of question. He was like, well, I think it's I felt like I'm too shy and I don't talk to people. And but his take on it was like, well, I think it's good to you sort of want to feel out the room before you start throwing things in there. Because like my I, I, I don't want to. I, I mean, my problem was when I'd get drunk, I'd just come in with all my extreme, like, challenging opinions about things with no sort of leader, with no sort of, like, taking people on the journey. And um, I think, like, if you do sort of feel strongly about certain things, you do need to sort of get a feel for the room and find your ins and, like, work it out. Yeah, and it yeah, takes totally. a bit of time. And that's it's yeah. not necessarily shyness. It's, it can also just be it's just sensible. I think it's wise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Definitely wise. But... Um, but there's a difference between that level of wisdom um, and then, you know, I'm going to present. Who am I to present to these people? Oh, yeah. Well, you're a massive fucking expert. Get up there. If they, you know, if, they, if you don't speak up, some, some you know, blowhard yeah, exactly. with some half-baked <laughs> opinions going to nudge in. You know, so. Yeah. Blow, blowhard is a word that I did not use in my tweet by the way my beep oh. tweet because uh my friend was like put in <laughs> I was like I don't want to be rude it'll go the wrong way <laughs> oh god I was I I did um that that is something that like uh quitting alcohol did help me like I had to learn how to be my whole self without any crutches and that like took me a year or so to get the hang off but like that's one of the best the things I'm ha most happy about about the quitting alcohol. I used to, there used to be certain types of conversation or certain types of like p parts of myself that I would only, that would, could only come out or certain like brave things that I might try, like, you know, dates and, you know, that kind of thing. Um, that I would only do if I had that little crutch of some alcohol in there that I, I came to without the alcohol and suddenly I, I just felt like a much fuller person because so much of that was like behind that, was sort of gated off with with drinking even just a tiny bit but it was like it just I had this thing of like I can't do that unless I've had a pint kind of thing and yeah, yeah. those things are just completely off limits it's now like well now I haven't got that so I've got to sort of like look at the world a bit more for what it is and you know I I learned it I figured it out and you know I, I'm so much better off for that I think for me now that you on the subject of crutches I think for me what happens if I've had some drinks or something is I'm less bothered but I'm less bothered about appearing stupid <laughs> so I relax and like you know that that then helps me talk more and say more mm. I know people who know me will be like what you you don't want to say things or you try and people often take that extreme view of my mm. personality but <laughs> to you but yeah I think what I what I do like about 
you know, a couple of going out to parties, a few drinks. It's, it's like, hey, let's all, you know, let's, we're not worrying about how clever we are yeah. right now. <laughs> Hopefully <laughs> not. So, uh, yeah, that kind of, it's kind of, because, you know, I'm not even in all this just to put the arrogance, confidence into it. It's like, I don't think I'm supremely clever. This is, it's more like this association with my and that that's embarrassing to even for me Mm. having this part of the conversation and say like talking about why you're confident it's like because everyone told me I was clever when I was little Mm. um it's a funny old I now feel as a grown-up that I need to say I need to sort of prefix that with something like please like me Mm. (laughs) even though I'm being cocky about cleverness do you know what I mean and I think like I think when you're in your own bubble of your own brain and you think oh well and you want to say well I am quite clever you sort of feel because that's such a kind of dominating attribute to you you forget that well different people have different ones so when they hear that they'll be like oh well you know that's cool but you know I value I have these values and these things that I see in myself so I think it's um it's, and I have that. I've I've had that with. I'm a mu- you know musician certainly where I just I, because I, I have this feeling that it's everyone thinks they can be a musician and they're an idiot for saying it. And then I learned that sometimes if I come into a conversation and just say that that's what I am, like no one questions it. And then it sort of leads to them thinking of you when they're, you know, they, you know, the situation calls for a musician. Like yeah, so, yeah. it's just it's a weird thing. Confidence is a is a feeling, but you can't wait for the feeling of confidence before you do something. To build confidence in something, you have to act before you feel confident about <laughs> That's it. That's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you have to go on that stage when you're terrified. You have to speak up in that meeting when you really aren't completely sure that you've thought of every angle of something. And and let and then by acting by practicing by doing it more and more by speaking on a podcast every week or whatever it is jump in um, like just keep the way, the only way to build confidence is to keep doing the thing that you want to be confident in and um i mean for me i have a slightly anarchic attitude to this which is i'll just like turn up on a live stream things are barely plugged in and like i'll be completely unprepared and i'll just be like i'll wing it i'll figure it out but even if not i'll I'll know that what i'm getting out of that is i'm just figuring out what works and i'm building it i think i i make the mistake of showing people a little bit too much of the the process of me getting from bad at something to good at it or something (laughs) going from good to bad to bad to good but um yeah like there's no you can't wait until you feel confident to start being like doing confident things yeah. Otherwise, you'll just always you you'll never Not get do it them that yeah, way. Yeah, 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 that's true. It's a practice. Like you, yeah, on on a phys- if it was a physical skill, like swimming, 
you have to you have to start with like one or two strokes. Yeah. <laughs> like you have to start with not drowning yeah. before you can get get to the to the swimming lengths. Yeah, yeah. And you okay. have to go yep. through the um you have to go through that. What's that curve where the Maya something the curve where like you start off you think it's you're amazing at it, then you realise how bad you are at it. And your the sort of gap between your taste and your ability is so palpable that like a lot of people give up at that stage. But you have to go through a little bit of um you pain have to, and embarrassment. Yeah, go through some pain <laughs> and embarrassment to get to confidence. You can't just go straight from straight to confidence with no, unless you're a psychopath, like or like some sort of natural born narcissist. You can't get to confidence without going through some discomfort along the way. So that's my advice. That's good advice. I'd say it is. Take it or leave it. I think that's that's good advice. I and got to yeah. overconfident people. Shut up. Yeah. I'll check in with somebody. Yeah. Check in with somebody you trust. Did I speak too much in that meeting? Yes, you did. <laughs> <laughs> did I, you know, did that make sense? No, no, it did not. <laughs> that kind of thing. Is this that's, any good? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, um, yeah it, it is hard. And, and of course... You can't give people all the feedback in one go. You know, <laughs> to the person being checked into, mm. do sort of uh, temper things. But yeah, mm. I think it's. It, it, but it's the the trouble is that one of the, one of the ills in the world, as far as I'm concerned, is that the people that have the confidence without foundation mm. are fucking too many things up. <laughs> yeah. Thank you very much for listening to our podcast. If you like it, go to grandpodcast.com. You can subscribe. If you support us on Patreon, you get the videos. You get them a day early. Fancy. Where can people find you on the internet, Ivanka? People can find me at Ivanka on Twitter. You can find all my stuff at goodtohear.co.uk and michaelforestmusic.com. And come find me on Twitch as well, twitch.tv slash michaelforest. And uh, yeah, that'll do. We'll see you next week. Have a good one. Bye. 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 B